This episode of This Podcast is Making Me Thirsty is brought to you by Kruger Industrial Smoothing. Welcome to This Podcast is Making Me Thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at This Thirsty. Follow us on Instagram at This Thirsty. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast is making me thirsty. Join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Seinfeld podcast. Bonus episodes up there. Our first 16 episodes are up there. All kinds of good stuff. Join now, folks. Go to our website, seinfeldpodcast.com. Our rankings are there. All of our episodes are there. Lots of good stuff. Email us at this podcast is making me thirsty at gmail.com. If you dig it, please pass it on. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. This podcast is making me thirsty. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This episode 138. Today's guest has had a career spanning over 30 years. You've seen her in L.A. Law, Mad About You, Spotlight. She stars in the new award-winning series, Middlehood. And, of course, she played Sandy Robbins and Elaine in Seinfeld's season four finale, The Pilot. Please welcome Elena Wohl. Elena, thanks for joining. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Elena, take us back 29 years ago, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, the the pilot aired uh, May twentieth of ninety three. What a what a fun show! I mean, it it wrapped up a season within a season, as we all know of season four. But tell us a little bit about how the role of Sandy Robbins came about for you specifically. Was there uh, an audition process? We'd love to hear a little bit a little background yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah, so interestingly, the only reason I know it was that long ago is that my oldest daughter is about to turn 28. So I just go, oh, that was a year before. So I always kind of know generally because it's a long time ago. But I do remember my agent sending me in and back in the glory days when you'd actually go and audition in person. And so there's like 20 women milling around the outside of the, you know, I, I, I don't think I went to, maybe I went to the first casting with the casting director but what i remember is being in the producers you know area on some lot i think in the valley and they gave me the wrong sides they gave me the marishka hargate sides when she goes oh there's a bald convention in the right, waiting room right. you remember that yeah, yeah and so i'm working on that i'm working on that and i just got them when i got there i guess there were rewrites or whatever and then like 10 minutes before i'm supposed to go in they give me the sandy sides so lucky for me, you know, I, I made some quick choices. And, and when I w walked in there, I, I, there was probably eight guys in there. I don't know. A lot of people. And they um, and I read with Jerry and he was great. They were very gracious, but they were they enjoy their great writing, you know, like to see it performed. And, and they had a, a good chuckle and a good laugh. And then I didn't hear anything for like weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it was two weeks. And then I got it. and I was so happy and so excited and <laughs> such a, a great show. Yeah, of course. When, when you say the, you know, made some choices there when you got the new side, that's interesting because I made a note, you know, just rewatching your show is, 
you know, the choice to, to really go all in on her just being so method and just being so like locked in, you know, being called the lane and just like, almost like, almost like in a trance, you play the part, right? She's just like, so focused and I'm, I'm a lane. Right. Was that, that speaking of choice, was that your choice? Was that, was that in, in the writing? Did Larry David give you anything in that or Tom Sharon's or was it a combination? Do you remember how um, you kind of dialed in, in on that? Recollection, maybe the brief description said she was a method actor and, you know, having studied Meisner and studied Stanislavski and studied just wing it. Um, I have met some method actors in my day and they're very, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't argue with what some of them are able to do, but like, they're serious, man. Don't call (laughs) only talk to me as my character, you know? So that's where we went. So you mentioned, uh, Mariska, I know you you worked a little with her, right? Years prior in um... we, we went to UCLA together. She was at my wedding. She's, oh, all right. Yeah, it's really we, tight. All right. Yeah, we were good, good friends in college and after college. And um, she's a super funny person. I mean, you know, it's, it's ironic that she her her claim to fame now is this very serious role, you know, right. law and order. And it's I think the, it's the longest running, you know, drama on TV. And but she's hysterically funny. And a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Well, so anyway, so- yeah, it was so fun that she was in the show. Right. And then there was Jeremy Piven was in the show. And Jeremy, I knew from Actors Gang. I mean, I wasn't in the gang, but I would always go watch. A lot of UCLA students were part of the Actors Gang. I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, Tim Robbins and... Um, Oh God. Oh God. What is his name? I can't believe I'm Jack Black. Uh, and, and uh, Piven was part of that too. So, so you had fun with him on set, I guess. Oh uh. yeah. Oh yeah. I had, I had it. Well, first of all, it was just a really cool, um, easygoing laid back. Um, let's have some fun kind of group. Very welcoming, very from the producers to the, you know, the crew, everybody, you just felt right at home, you know, which I think is why they get such quality work from people is because people walk into a family atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And you walk into as family as it gets, right. The, the pilot, the culmination of season four, so many guest stars they bring back for the little vignettes, Um, you know, so just, just, just a packed show, um, you know, historical in Seinfeld lore. Um, can, can you talk about the, so it's interesting that they show Larry Hankin who played Kramer, uh, his audition, they show Jeremy Piven's audition, but they don't show your audition in, in the audition process of Jerry. Um, curious if they shot it and just didn't show it or if it in any way. Okay. So, so, so that just wasn't that they just decided to start with her. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Oh no. So they just start with you. No. Yeah, having the part and then, you know, meeting with Jerry. So that scene's that scene's great too, you know, where you you dive in, you give him the kisses and he, he's teaching oh, yeah. you how to lay. Have you how much that, fun was that, that now working with Jerry? That particular yeah. scene in that booth where I'm like, how does Elaine kiss? You no, know, that one. Um it was so cute because I'm sure at this point these women are just pouncing on Jerry, right? Because he's got to kiss half of them, right? In all these episodes. And there's that whole tongue joke, right? And he and he and he looks at me and he goes, "You're you're not going to put your tongue in my mouth." <laughs> <laughs> and I go, "You know what? We can act that. We can act that part, right?" What a great line he has. 
actually she has that thing where she swirls her tongue <laughs> around. Yeah. Yeah, such a, I mean, such a funny episode. I think about it. This was, um, the night it aired was the same night that the Cheers um, series finale aired. So it was like a huge night of television. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, 40, there are 30 something million watched your episode that, you know, leaned into 44 and a half million and watched the Cheers finale. So definitely a part of TV history. Yeah. What, um, did your you know become doing that role like what changed after that as far as you know being recognized or you know you know how Seinfeld fans are a little you know a little crazy little probably crazy. coming up down the street yeah yeah um I I did get you know I'd be walking into a restaurant and some people like oh my god it's Sandy you know like that even years and years and years and years later. I was in Boston and somebody walked up to me and goes, you were that you're, you're from the pilot. You're, you know, and it always takes you aback because it's so long ago, you know? Yeah. I mean, speaking of taking us back. So when, when they show the scene where you come in, you know, in the Jerry, Jerry scene, right. Of the show where you come in and you see the butler and you, the butler. You, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Do, you, you really do a great Julia impression of like being Elaine, right? Curious, did you work with Julia on that? Were you a fan of the show already? But you do that perfect, like, delivery, the same, like, mannerisms. But, you um, know, and she has a lot of facial expressions. Yeah, First of all, yeah, the- I'm a huge fan of hers. And I think she's just, her comic timing is off the charts. I mean, she's just her physicality, you know, and how she she moves. And I really wanted to do the get out, you know, the the push where she hits the guy, you know? Um, but um, I think Larry David said it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> they saved that just for Julia, huh? Yeah, yeah, you can't have that one. But um, but yeah, the pointing and the, just the, I just watched, I think back then we didn't have, um, I might've gone to Blockbuster and gotten some tape. I don't know. There was no TV. What is it? The the DVR and the TiVo. There was no recording any of this stuff. Well, me and At Chris were taping it. We were taping it on VHS. Uh, hit the record button at eleven o'clock. But yeah, no, there back was then did we yeah, have no, VHS? Was... Oh wait, we had Beta, right? Yeah, like, beta yeah VHS. Exactly. So I don't know. I found some tapes and I just watched her. Oh, so Elaine herself. Did you, I mean, did you have conversations with Julia at all on kind of some mannerisms and things like that? I I don't recall at that time, but, you know, I had, had met her. Interestingly, I was doing a film in Virginia with her husband, Brad Hall. And it was a a movie called Scared Silly that Brad had written. And it was low, low, low. And, um, (laughs) She came out to see him one weekend and I, and I met her and she, we all went out to dinner and she said, I said, what are you working on? And she said, I'm doing, I'm doing this show. Have you ever heard a guy named Jerry Seinfeld? And I was like, no, yeah. I never have. This is pre first season or I think they may have, and you guys probably know this better than me. They had shot some, but then it went from one network to the other network or something like that. It got shelved and then it got re-picked up by somebody else. Is that ringing a bell? Yeah, I mean, the, the original plan was probably f- around four episodes. That's kind of what Larry thought they'd kind of end with and that would be it. But, um, yeah, then they picked up an additional 13 and then, you know, 
the rest right. of so time I think I met her right in the very beginning where they had, yeah, we don't know what's going to go on with it. Kind of. That's when I met her and she was just this lovely, lovely person. And then I saw her again at the rap party after I shot with her, but I, I don't think I had any scenes with her. No. Yeah. You, you're, you had obviously two with uh, three with Jerry. Mm-hmm. And then when you were getting your hair done, yeah, right? The wall, yeah. And they, and they say, call her Elaine. Yeah. And then obviously the scenes with, actually, you were just on set of Jerry. So you weren't with uh, Jason Alexander either. No. So it's funny you mentioned that you said you kind of went to Blockbuster, you kind of just studied the show. So this was 93. This was season four, season finale. Right. Were you a big, you were a big fan of the show leading up to that or you never watched an episode? I had probably seen it in passing. I mean, I, I, to be fair, I'm, I was never really a big, this sounds weird, but television watcher, like I right. am now. Right, like a, right. Like one of those people that stream something at four o'clock in the morning. But, <laughs> but back then, I don't know, maybe I was too busy making a living. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the scene that always gets me, and it's a quick one, is, is the, the opening theme song of Jerry when they're like, you guys are in the, in oh, the yeah. comedy club with all the drinks and your cheers. Uh, and they make it so like kitschy. So what like, you know, sitcoms were back then. And, you know, Seinfeld wasn't like that, but they, what if it was, this is what it would look like. Right. Like, was there any other, like that you could recall or just how much fun was that scene or this shoot anything else leading up to that for the theme? Or was it just that you guys standing around the, the table? I don't, even, I don't actually remember shooting that. Okay, because that, that, that was that, really fun. Right on the thing. We all do look like best of friends, don't we? You know? <laughs> I mean, I actually don't recall that. I remember the the booth scene, the kissing scene. I remember sitting in the chairs with Jerry, and I want to go out with him and then break up. I remember that. Um, well, I, I, whenever I think of the Jerry pilot, it's it always left me wanting more. Like, I wish they... I wish they actually shot the full pilot. Um, and did they, did they, were there any scenes you remember? Uh, Cause there's just that one scene you with the Butler doing your little, you know, right, right. Elaine thing. Were there any other scenes that you recall? Like, was it longer that got cut? No, there, that was it. They're precise. In my yeah. recollection, now I could be wrong, but I think that was it. That was like, you know, the filming of the show. Yeah. And, and because that, that, that episode, like we mentioned, it's so many guest stars, right? Bob Balahan and, and Larry Hankin oh, and all, yeah. all these people. Um, uh, you mentioned it earlier. You saw Julia at the rap party. We love to hear. Uh, we always try and get our guests to tell us some some rap party stories. Anything that you can uh, remember about that? We always like well, to hear how much fun that could have been. I, I just again, like most people have a rap party and they're just like, oh, just this, you know, the little tight knit. They invited everybody who guessed it on the show that year. And it was at Jerry's Deli on Ventura Boulevard with the bowling alley. Do you remember that? Is that still there? We've heard about the bowling party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was the bowling party. Not still there though. We did Assigned to Elaine and you know, you got your plus one. So my husband, David was with me and, um, and, you know, just, it was just like, hey, you know, like the old home week. Everybody got to say hello. And it was great. Yeah. And it's it's cool that, you know, you mentioned a bunch of kind of your your old buddies from UCLA. I'm sure maybe Mariska went there. Piven, uh, Lee Arenberg. Actually, <gasps> Lee Arenberg. he was Lee Ar- yeah, a friend of the show. He Well, he was season three, actually. Oh, okay. So you, you probably you've missed them. But like 
Yeah, so many of the UCLA. I mean, uh, Kim Guerrero. I don't know if she was a UCLA when you were there. Another, she came in season five, but um, right. obviously, so many connections um, yeah. throughout the years. So, you mentioned. I'm just. I'm going back now to the actual uh, audition because we've heard so many crazy stories of Seinfeld. Like they audition, they went back to their kids' party on a Sunday, and that day they got the call and they came back in. This is the first one we've heard where you had to wait a while, which is oh, pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just wondering, you mentioned like Mariska, like any other, any other people or actresses you saw that, that you were new that were trying out for this role as well that you knew or. Yeah. And if I did, I wouldn't remember at this point, but you know, maybe they were just trying really hard to find someone who looked like Julia, you know, like Larry Hankin, man, they nailed, right? Jeremy yeah. Piven, they yeah. nailed. I mean, he walks in, he looks just like George, right? Um, so I'm wearing a wig. I had very short hair at the time. So um, that, all that hair is not mine. That is a oh, wig. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, and, and actually when I was reading the script and you know how she comes in, Julia Blaine comes in at, to watch the taping and she's got that little blonde wig on. Because yeah. she's trying to hide yeah, from yeah, Bob Alvin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I somehow, the, the, the wig thing kind of confused me a little bit. Like, I don't know why. I just remember that. But but I have a great story to tell yeah. you about yeah, yeah. my Seinfeld time. So um, it's a Monday to Friday in my recollection. Like, Monday's the table read. I Maybe we got up and walked around and did a couple things. I don't know. And then they, they put it up on its feet and start going through the scenes on Tuesday. And at the time, my husband's an NBA guy. You know, he's coached, he's played, he's been a GM. And he and Doc Rivers are, you know, best of buddies, right? So Doc at the time is playing for the Knicks. And yeah. he is on the road with the Knicks and they're supposed to play the Lakers. But some game before that, they all cleared the bench, got in a big brawl, and like they all got suspended. They could not walk into the forum. Rivers. So I know he's going to be in L.A. I know he's not going to be able to go to play the game. And, you know, we ask him, hey, I'm doing this show, Seinfeld. Do you want to meet him? They're huge Knicks fans, right? So I call production. He, Doc's like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to meet them. I call production. I'm like, hey, my buddy, Doc Rivers, 
New York Knicks players in town. Can I bring him to set? And they were like, yes, you can bring Doc Rivers to the set. So Doc and my husband come. And of course, you know, I don't know, between scenes, whatever. And Jerry's, you know, over the moon. He's just like, and and Larry David's over the moon, right? And yeah, and I start hanging out and sitting down and working. I don't know how long he was there, but my I distinctly remember Dave, my husband, and Larry David sitting in those tall director chairs. And they were talking about the Knicks and they should make this trade and they should make that trade. And uh, all of a sudden there's a roar of laughter from the, the rehearsal. And and Larry doesn't even skip a beat. He goes, that one was mine. But a joke that worked. And then later on, something kind of went flat and he turns to Dave and he goes, I didn't write that. So I'm like, I'm like, but they had a great time because Dave and Larry are both from Queens. So they just had their whole like New York Knicks basketball. And then years later, when we were with Boston, Dave was with the Celtics. Um, Doc goes to Red Sox game and Larry David's in the owner's box. They're like, didn't we meet on your show a bazillion years ago? And yes, they did. And then when Doc was out here with the Clippers, Doc said they played golf like once a week. Wow. Besties. Besties. That is a great And all because of you. And I introduced them. That is my claim to fame. Wow. These two great men together. Doc Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Doc's now in Philly. Wait, so your husband, is he, he's been, he worked with him with the Celtics and he, he and started with we... him in Orlando and then went to the Celtics and then came back with him with the Clippers. And now Doc's with Philly and Dave's retired. But Dave's a wow. Philly boy too. He went to Penn. So, like, they all, yeah, it's a small little yeah, but, You're right. Those guys, I know. Peter Melman, one of the main writers, huge Knicks fan. Um, he, he can never get enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, sports references play a big, big role. So, did, did Glenn, Glenn, call him Glenn, Glenn Doc yeah, Rivers. Glenn, he, Glenn, yep. Did he hang out, like, and watch kind of, or was just kind of quick meet and greet? Or was he, like, I don't like, know. I think he was there for a couple hours. I mean, I think he thoroughly enjoyed watching what was happening. I mean, I know that he and Jerry talked for, you know, good 20 minutes or something and then he had jerry had to go work and you know larry's sort of out here observing i don't know who was directing but you know he would chime in every now and then i remember i got a note from larry david and he was like yeah because i was trying to not look at jerry for when we were in the booth like yeah and i say call me elaine he goes no 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 you look right into his eyes call me elaine yeah that was my my one note from uh, larry david that's great. It's it's we always love hearing Larry kind of I mean he ran the show. He was a showrunner. He was a creator. He wrote and and basically it sounds like he directed too when he wanted to. Like if he had something to say, he was gonna say it. We we've heard that a couple of times, but this this kind of solidifies it. That's that's interesting because I guess when once you know who the who the person in charge is, it makes it easier as an act as an actress to like, okay, there's one through line, there's one vision, you know, he's gonna he wrote it, he he knows what he wants, then you just deliver, right? It's just like yeah. Yeah. And when they make it incredibly easy for you because the writing stands on its own, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone brings what they bring to the role, but I mean, I mean, I know this from experience, even if you're an amazing actor and it's not on the page, sorry, it's not going to work. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what 
like you mentioned it, whether it's a rap party, this, that, I mean, that, that cast, Larry, you name it, we're just so giving. Um, and yeah, you, you know, it was a cool little gesture, then letting you bring your husband's friend. I know it's Doc Rivers, but still, yeah. little things like that kind of. Yeah, they were the uh, loose enough. I think they were loose enough and they trusted what they were doing enough <laughs> that they, were, they just weren't threatened by anything. They were just yeah. like, it's a party. We're going to have a lot of fun. Not that people didn't work their asses off. They did. I mean, that's a that's a pretty, I mean, so many different roles. It's not like, oh, we have one guest, you know, whatever. They 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 brought a lot of people into that show. Yeah. So speaking of working your asses off, I know you've been working your ass off recently and you just kind of wrapped with um, Middlehood. Yeah. We've seen, uh, you know, we've seen the shortened pilot and really funny stuff. I mean, I know it's about a a woman who just lost her job turning 50. And I think your ex-husband is uh, our friend from 90210. Uh, yes, right. Um, yeah. Mark, Mark Espinosa, great actor. Yep. Tell us a little. Tell us a little bit about Middlehood. I mean, it looks looks fantastic, but uh, on the trailer. But would love to hear a little more about uh, that experience. Well, the thing that I um, think is 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 the coolest thing about it is I'm not sure this has ever been done before, but it was completely. We shot eight episodes, eight half hours, and it, it completely independently produced. So right now we have eight. We had two and then it was COVID and then there was nothing. And then we came back and shot six more in like, I want to say maybe three weeks, four weeks. I mean, it was a really tight group with a tight crew. And so it's being edited right now and colorized and all that, you know, last end of stuff. But I think it's going to market in a couple of weeks because they now are going to pull stuff from episode four and episode six and, you know, bring in more characters to the, to the sizzle reel. But cool. I mean, the whole thing that we did that or motion Michelle, you know, Palermo, she's um, just wrote it, directed it, edited it, found most of the money. We did a, um, a Kickstarter Love to hear that. Yeah, that's great. And it won all yeah. kinds of awards too, right? I know it won some yeah. awards and some festivals and everything. You won it. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, we're looking forward to that for sure. Um, you know, just getting back to Seinfeld, where you're talking about yeah. pilots and things like that. You know, this episode, the pilot, two-parter, hour long, right? So um, was it still just a week of set where you were there that you remember? Or was it longer than that to shoot the full hour? Were you there the whole time? Um, did you have any type of, I'm guessing because of the unique situation of you, Larry Hankin and Jeremy Piven kind of playing the roles of the roles. Um, did you have any kind of, you know, banter with them or anything like that? Or were you there on set for more than a week where you could get that kind of camaraderie, if you will, with them as your fellow, like, uh, you know, show within the show actors, um, any, anything like that kind of happened there? Well, I do recall it being, you know, jovial and friendly and, you know, you know, were we huddled in like actor people? No, we were not. We, but, but I knew Jeremy and, you know, I, I may have sat together at lunch one time. I, I, I don't remember. I do think it was only five days, but that doesn't mean the second week they didn't shoot other stuff and we weren't there. I don't know. 
But I do think what's so interesting about the pilot and the way that this is written is our, our showrunner said, this is the best television to show how hard it is to make television. Like the whole going to the producers and then, you know, you going out with the girl and then you break up with the girl and then your show's just gone, even if they loved it. You know what I mean? All that stuff that happens leading up to this. She said, this is the best show about making a show that it, she teaches writing at Columbia TV writing. And she makes her students watch season four of Seinfeld. Wow. That's I want you to see how hard this is and how much of it is luck and a roll of the dice and how much of it is talent and, you know, what happens. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. speaking of the luck and that sort of thing, I mean, the, the two, the two guys in, in your, in your episode, the, the NBC execs, um, you know, they're based off of real people, right? Rick, Rick Ludwig, Ludwin and, um, and Jeremiah Bosgang, who were behind the show, especially Ludwin was behind the show and Kevin Page plays them in, in those kind of meetings. Um, and that's how the show came to be. Cause like what you just said, the luck and, and them kind of standing behind them and getting the late night budget to make those four episodes and kind of get right. behind it. And then it became, you know, what it is, but it could have easily yeah, just it, gone by it, the wayside. All its way from the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The, it's just like people were like, I don't know about this. This just doesn't seem like yeah. something I'm familiar with. Right. That's exactly what it was. Why it's so brilliant. You know what I mean? It's a, exactly. just pushes the envelope as far as you can go at that time. It was racy stuff. You know, yeah, it, you know. it was racy stuff, but it was it was done in a way that that just made it funny. You know, they made it funny, exactly. period. Which, which, um, which is its beauty. You know, which is his beauty. And then it finally resonated. And then, you know, the move to Thursday night helped. And then obviously that was the last thing they took, you know, after your episode, they took over Cheers' spot and then kaboom, forget about it in the ratings. But um, I mean, yeah, just just a wonderful show to be a part of. And yeah, you mentioned oh, yeah. Hankin. Hankin's kind of a kooky guy. You know, I wonder if he was back then as well. We we spoke with him, uh, Larry Hankin, obviously. Um but yeah, you mentioned you got lunch with Piven. Right. Any other? I mean, I I remember um, Michael practicing. Like Dave and I were just looking at him the day Dave was on set, and I was like, "Look at him! He's doing the door thing like over and over and over and over again." And I thought, "Wow, you know, he's trying to get a like tweak it a little bit." Yeah, yeah, that's his mo, man. We hear that a yeah. lot. Uh, most guest stars pick that up, pick up on that. Um, last one of the last things I want to ask you too. You mentioned earlier. Um, I believe you said your son. He's he's twenty eight. You said my daughter. Uh, I oh, two. Do- one's okay. twenty. Gonna be twenty eight. The other one's gonna be twenty six. Yeah, we're always interested in that in that kind of next generation ish. Are they are they into Seinfeld now that's on Netflix and streaming? Are they are they watch your episode? Are they, are they friends fans of it? You, you get any of that or? Yeah, I think. Have they watched it from season one to season nine? No, you know, um, but if, if it's on, do they sit down? And I just all the time, people uh, like some of their friends are like mad about it. And they know every character and they know every name. They know who, what, like even what season it is. Like people are kind of bananas about the show. Like they're big fans are, they know everything. And um I think some of their friends are, they haven't themselves, but I always get the text. You were on last night, mom. I saw you on TV last night. Like, it's constant. 
It is, but that you know, it goes to show you just how impactful this show was, and you were right in the middle of it, right? I mean, season four, you know, people think that is the season, right? And the show within the show, and kind of bringing Sandy Robbins as a lane to life, it's uh, it's remarkable. So you should be really proud, and uh, we can't thank you enough for for spending a few moments with us uh, tonight, Atlanta. We can't. We're looking forward to Middlehood. Looks hilarious. And um, thanks again for spending some time with us. This this was, was a lot of fun. Thank you. And I look forward to um, watching some of your, your pods here because <laughs> it, it was kind of new to me when you reached out. I was like, oh, because there's like, what, a billion podcasts, right? Yeah, but we're the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. Number one. All right. Well, thank you <laughs> thank for you so having much. me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Alain. You're the best. All right. Take care. Good night. Cheers. Thank you.